And we are live. Welcome to Raven's Heart. You know, with the amount of misinformation that's out there, are you feeling a little bit confused? Well, you know what? You're not alone. There's a lot of confusion in the world today, and you're in the right place if you're feeling confused because we're going to talk about truth with a band known as Divine Martyr in just a few moments. And welcome back to Raven's Heart. Yes, go ahead and get your tickets right now for Get Revelation Rock Fest 2023. If you're watching us on Facebook, go ahead down in the description. The link's there. The same thing on YouTube. Go ahead and go drill down and you'll find the link for your Rock Fest tickets. Also, some good Lithos Cry and Raven's Heart merch. Yes, we have Raven's Heart um, t-shirts and everything. And look, I've got everybody here from Divine Martyr, and we've got comments rolling in already. Hey, hey, there's Jason, wow. Olivia, yeah, hey. and Woody. Hey, hey, it's so good oh, to have you guys greetings. back. Yes, Happy New Year. Yeah, you Thank as well. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. It's a pleasure to have you guys back. You are back by popular demand. And here we've got comments that are rolling in already. Uh, we've got Jeffrey. He says, I absolutely love the song Truth, which we're going to yeah. talk about and play in just a moment. Thank you. And I'm looking forward to this program. We also have the Crater Good. Hey, how's it going? And we've hey. got Mark joining what? us too. Hey, look at that. Hey. Mark's coming in. Hey, hey. And Crater What's Good, up? good to have you back with us. Man, we've got the whole Lithos Cry <laughs> Raven's Heart family here tonight. We got Will. He's weighing in. Evening, brother man. Will, thank you for joining us. And we got What's Shonda. Up, she says, hi. Wow. <laughs> hi. <laughs> this is awesome. Thank you for joining the live stream tonight. And hey, you know what? I have to do this. We were just talking about how to grow on YouTube. I, I have to do this here. There we go. If you're watching on YouTube, go ahead and hit that subscribe button and that bell. And you know what that does? That just doesn't help yours truly, your favorite Raven's Heart host down. It helps these bands out because people can find these videos and learn about awesome bands. Starting to sound like a PBS uh, uh, telethon. about these awesome bands uh, such as Divine Martyr. And you guys, after we had our last interview, you released a brand new video and a track. Can you tell us the name of this track? And we're going to go ahead and play it. Anybody? Go, let me. Well, who wants to take it? Truth. <laughs> the track is called Truth. And after we watch this video and listen to this track, we are going to go ahead and we're going to take the deep dive into this video. And we're going to talk about truth tonight.
that is unreal. Wow. We've got comments coming in. I got to put this up. Will says that rocks. He adds on to it. You don't see many rock drummers holding the sticks in the traditional. (laughs) I was, I've been waiting for that. I've been waiting for someone to make that comment. Because he always drums like that. He's like the only guy I know that goes traditional. Pulls it off. Well, Will Will picked up on it. Uh, That song is absolutely amazing. I think I gave you guys one of these for the song that we featured back in December. I have to do this. You get Amy's paw of approval for that. So that's two two paws of approval in your bank. Love it. Um, (laughs) The Crater Good. He loves the song. Two thumbs up and a smiley face with the sunglasses. You know, not only did I bring you back because of popular demand, I got a lot of good feedback on your band from the last edition that we did back in December. But this is a very timely song. And Olivia, you wrote the lyrics to this song. What is the message behind this? And, you know, what compelled you to write it? So um, without going into like crazy detail, but I know everyone has kind of gotten to that, you know, a low spot or a, a point where they're like crying out to God. Um, so after, you know, thinking of one of those kind of scenarios in my life, um, this is kind of like, almost like a fight song. Um, it's a reminder that spiritual warfare is real and we need to be guarded and like ready against, um, you know, anything that can come our way. Um, part of the lyrics, I say, I pray against temptation and I pray for your protection. So that's just kind of like my motto throughout life as a Christian um, and enduring spiritual warfare. Um Another thing is like, like some temptation can be very obvious, but um, I know a lot of people have, and myself have experienced things that seem almost like things we've been praying for, or, oh, this is the perfect opportunity, or this is exactly what I've wanted. And uh, over time, I've, um, you know, found that some of those things can just be distractions from the devil um and nothing else (laughs) so this is kind of like a reminder to myself to just like stay strong stay focused always be like praying and kind of like having my guard up against the spiritual warfare that is so very real is that why you say in the song the devil knows my weakness is that what you're referring to in that yes okay wow (laughs) You know, and I know I've got some Camelot fans from Divine Martyr. I hear some March of Mephisto. Um, yeah, okay, I knew it. I knew it. Yes, yes. You know, the religious me, when I first saw that, I freaked out. But then I watched it again, and I was like, wait a minute. I now understand how seducing spirits work. It really gave me some insight into that. And you guys kind of provide the light, uh, the the answer to what's not resolved in March of Mephisto and and with that video. And, you know, it's so important because right now the world is just filled with lies. I mean, they're just being spewed out all over the place every second. Yeah. yeah. A lot of people don't realize this, but the average person, okay, get this. Here's here's your bang for the buck for tonight for those that are just tuning in. Lies about 100 times a day. That's just the average person. Truth is not something that just kind of resounds in us. It's just something that we do. Yeah. And I'm not talking about, you know, big fibs. But all the time, I'm talking about exaggerations, socialized, things like that. That is, that's all things that our society 
has culture, uh, cultured us to do. I believe it. And in this world of lies, it's just a giant spider web of them spun by the father of lies. How can we distinguish truth from a lie? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of that depends on your worldview filter, right? I mean, like you and I know objective truth is, is scripture. So, you know, anything that we encounter, we can test it against that. But I mean, a lot of the world doesn't have that tool at their disposal, right? They're, they're going based on their own experience, their own knowledge. And, and that's, that's always going to fail them, you know, but if, if, if we run it through the filter of scripture, then that's, that's going to illuminate the lies and that's going to give us, you know, discernment that we wouldn't have otherwise. So, that's why it's so important for believers to be in the word. What Olivia was just saying Absolutely. about being in prayer and knowing the difference Absolutely. between what looks good and, and, you know, that's what happened in Eden. You know, when the serpent was there, exactly. Hey, you know, he, he, there's always some truth in a lie. That's what makes a lie so easy to bite on is there's always some truth in it. Exactly. Will, Will's playing around with us tonight. He's like, I don't lie. <laughs> <laughs> That might be his two hundredth for the day. We don't. Yeah, yeah, that could be the two hundredth. I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. That's his mission statement. He doesn't want to lie. And great, continue on that path. (laughs) (laughs) Jeffrey says, uh, "Thanks, William, for your comment. I enjoy watching Mark play, and didn't realize what the distinction was. Thanks for enlightening me, William. So, William, thank you for contributing to tonight's live stream and bringing some humor and levity in." talking about a really heavy topic we're talking about lies and you know with everything that's out there everything that's being spewed every second every lie every falsehood how does this impact somebody's ability to perceive their true selves oh here we go into the deep dive <clears throat> so i i think it's i think it's too easy to get wrapped up in the world that we live in and all the information that's being sent our way and it's too easy to and so satan knows that he knows that he can use youtube he can use social media you know back in the back in the i'm gonna date myself back in the early 90s when i graduated (laughs) high school you know we didn't have (laughs) um we didn't have any like like cell phone. I mean, we had like cell phones, but remember the old bag phones? Yes. Remember when they had to actually install it in your car? <laughs> yes. And then, wow. sorry, I was <laughs> so like, yeah, it had the antenna on top. You thought you were so cold, the antenna. Anyway, <laughs> those cost thousands of dollars too. Yep. Those were like thousand dollars for a bag phone, and then it was like twenty five cents a minute. Anyway, so yeah, I, I think that's just like just too much information coming down the pipe and overwhelming yeah yeah he knows he can like overwhelm people and then what happens is is people get so overwhelmed they don't even want to read the bible like you you work an eight-hour job and then like you can't help but look at facebook and then like you can't help but look at youtube you know you get a guy like me like my tv's youtube so like nine o'clock at night to like midnight watching like conspiracy ufo like like bigfoot like yeah like yellowstone is actually like the haven for aliens kind of videos (laughs) you you and i watch a lot of the same things you know but really though when you watch those before you go to sleep you can have some really wild dreams at night or if you fall asleep watching those things it gets it gets a little bit weird (laughs) yeah you should just take ambient you don't have to worry about it 
don't, don't have to worry about it then. Yeah, this is really interesting. Something to think about. In 1517, when Martin Luther nailed the 95 theses to the to the cathedral door in Wittenberg, um, there was a lack of information. You know, and that's why people were not coming to the truth of the gospel. It, information was being hidden. And now we're at the opposite end of the spectrum where there's just so much information. Correct. And it's like trying to find the truth is like trying to find a needle in the haystack. And, mm-hmm. you know, in, in talking about social media, and I know that we're on social media and there's a reason mm-hmm. why we do that. And there's a good use for social media. But right. do any of you guys ever feel exhausted from social media or your phone and you're just like, I just don't want to see sure. this? Oh yeah. Yeah. I've had time months, years at a time where I'll just step away from it. And I mean, I say it all the time, if it wasn't for band, you know, band stuff, or mm-hmm. some of the other things that I'm involved in, I would probably step away entirely, but it, it, it's such an outlet to be able to kind of do that stuff and connect with people and network that it's, you know, it, it kind of just sucks you back in. So it's, it's, it's a double-edged sword yeah. for it, sure. It, I've deleted really my is. account like five times now. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yeah. You're gonna pass thirty days four times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were just talking about the Protestant Reformation just a few moments ago when there was a lack of information. Now we've got all this information. How do you think that all of this misinformation out there affects somebody's ability to receive the gospel? What impact does that have on bringing somebody to the truth of salvation through Jesus? Don't everybody feel this at once? I could jump yeah, exactly. on this. That's okay. No, I mean I'm throwing <laughs> out I'm throwing yeah. out tough questions tonight. And if any of our viewers have any comments, go ahead and weigh in as well. We're taking yeah, comments. Absolutely. Tonight. I think what we were talking about about three minutes ago, four minutes ago, is uh, we're talking about if you have a if you are standardizing. I'm I, I kind of give it away the the division of uh, engineering I work in, but. Um, if you have to standardize to a calibration standard, if you're not, if you have a calibration standard, that's what you need to reference, even if you have drift and, and systematic or whatever variation on the side. So that's the, that's how you check. I mean, that's where I start and I check. And also there's a, in that, that's the calibration standard, but you, you take it a step further. What's your spiritual diet? You know, how much it's, it's like when you're personally training, when I got the personally training, all right. How many, I'm going to do my macro count. Okay. You know, how much, how much sugar have I taken in? Well, I've eaten a box of ho-hos and donuts and everything else. It's not going to go so well. Um, and the idea is if I'm taking in, uh, if I'm taking in, you know, anything on TV or I'm taking in a, a lot of the stuff of the world and I don't have, I'm not referencing my calibration standard. I'm going to have kind of a pull whatever direction my hand, I said, which, but you're, you know, you get the picture. You're going to start pulling to the, uh, you're going to start pulling in the direction to of what you're being influenced by. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, the, again, gospel I think... is about, the gospel is about love at the end of the day. Right. right? That's true. Yeah. It's about, about love at the end of the day. And right now we have such an influx of just negativity and just, you can't even drive down the, drive down the road without somebody just upset over meaningless things. And mm-hmm. that's, and I think once again, it's just this, this ton of information and, and people are too wrapped up in that. And then they get negative because the media is fueling all of that. And then we forget, right. a person forgets about their prayer life. They forget about trying to get deeper into the reality of Christ. And then right. they 
forget about loving their common neighbor. For sure. Yeah. I mean, you get overstimulated, you get distracted and it pulls you away from what really matters. Sure. Yeah, it really does. I like what I like everything that you're saying. It all makes it makes sense. And it's things that we need to watch out for is the overstimulation because it'll shut you down. And, you know, it all comes down to the mind, you know, what our mind is being affected by. And I always go mm-hmm. back to that's mm-hmm. why Jesus was crucified on Golgotha, the place of the skull, because our mind, we have to protect our minds. And, you know, there's a battle. It's a psychological warfare operation that's going mm-hmm. on right now for our minds. What do we believe? And I love what you say about the fruit. There's fruit with truth. And that fruit is love. There is fruit. Yeah. That's that's a great litmus test for the truth. And that's really, you know, does that mean that you're going to be perfect all the time in it? No, it, it, it's not. But there's going to be something different about the person who's walking in truth. You know, when you step into a room, people are going to know that you're different. You treat people differently. Uh, it's going to be, you know, yeah, a shift, basically a shift in the atmosphere when you come in and you're walking yeah. in truth, even though you might not be perfect. You might not even realize when you're walking in truth, the impact that you're having on people until many, many years later. True. And I'm sure yep. some of you guys, yeah. you guys have had that, especially right. being on stage, you know? Right, right. It's like, just like we talked about earlier before the show. I mean, you plant the seed, you never know where that's going to take somebody down exactly. the road. You hope and pray that, that it gets watered and yep. and it grows and, and it's harvested. But, um, but yeah, that's, that's part of the deal. Yeah. yeah. That was an yeah. interesting conversation we were having before the show because we were talking about it's impossible for us to convince anybody of the truth, especially now. That's something God has to do. And I get, was going back to, when Simon Peter had the revelation that Jesus is the Christ at Caesarea Philippi, Jesus did not have to convince him of anything. God just opened up his eyes right there. It's a supernatural act, man. We need more of that, of that eye opening, um, you know, spirit moving upon people to bring them to that revelation of of Jesus being the Messiah and the only way. Let's go talk about the video for a minute, because my goodness, this, this video is of top quality. The song is awesome. When you are creating the um, content ideas for the video, when you were coming up with the concept for it, what was the primary thing that you wanted to portray in the video that you just can't portray in the song itself? I think like um, the development from that place of darkness and how that kind of evolves as you continue to seek the truth. And then at the end, I'm like kind of walking toward the light well, I was walking toward a light. <laughs> oh, you got sucked in by the light. Yeah, yeah. But I, I hit it a couple times. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. So I think that was, you know, the, the imagery that like, just that we want to portray to anyone who's interested in listening and viewing it. <laughs> yeah, there, there is definitely a lot of imagery in there. And the first thing that mm-hmm. my eye was drawn to, and I absolutely love this, is you looking into the mirror. Mm-hmm. what are you what are you for for our viewers and our listeners who and i i'd like to know what is it that you're showing us by looking into the mirror throughout the video what's going on there? okay i mean i could feel this one just because it was initially it was uh i think a couple of our ideas but the idea is, is <laughs> it hey, was your idea <laughs> it was more like I'm, I, I always have an idea hey is this crazy no it works let's do let's do it's it perfect and, and, yeah, perfect so <laughs> exactly. I, i'm 
probably the biggest self-doubter in the band, believe it or not. And I just don't show it too often. But the idea was, is we're looking into a mirror in the, after a moment, I'm going to use trauma. Um, after a moment of trauma, what do we do? Uh, we go and we, we evaluate ourselves. So how do we do that? We look in the mirror, we check in the mirror. The thing is, what we see in the mirror is like also what you see on the media. You don't see the whole picture. You see what's in that two-dimensional space. You don't see everything. You don't yeah. see behind. You don't see what's in your heart. You don't see what you've gone through. The idea is that's a distorted view of reality. And the more you look in that mirror, you notice at the same time, the wardrobe is, uh, Olivia had a, a tattered, uh, we'll say dirty dress on as well. Um, for lack of a better term, it was, you know, in pieces. And that was portraying that's an incomplete picture. It's an inc that's incomplete self portrayal of her. And as she moved towards the light, it was a whole white dress. As you walk towards the light, there's more wholeness as you walk towards the almighty. So I think one of the things that, sorry, Mark, go ahead, jump in. I think one of the things that like, I wish that we could have captured more of in the video was actually of her dress. Yeah, of her of the first dress because we had talked a lot about how well how are we going to show the distinction from her real you know kind of like her realizing that what the truth really is like she gets like a person gets down on themselves a person is you know afflicted by the devil and we we're looking and we're seeing all this like dirt on us but then how can we give how can we show everybody that the truth is God? And so the, the, the light part is easy, right? I mean, everyone kind of associates, you know, white is oftentimes in the church associated with baptism. So impurity. And so in the very beginning, it was like, hey, let's get this off cover dress. We literally like ordered it from Amazon. Come on, that's what we did. We ordered from Amazon. Like, let's get a dress that kind of looks like medieval like what they would wear when they're working in something. So right. we found a cheap dress. Like Olivia kind of did some rips in it. I wish we would catch him more the rips on the dress. Yeah. But I mean, that it was It did start deal. snowing, was... so I kind of wrapped yeah. up a little bit. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it was a yeah, little... we were just freezing the death. <laughs> yeah, I, I want to talk about that when we, uh, when we move a little bit further into this. I'm just fascinated... I did not notice the dress piece. I was just so taken back mm -hmm. by the mirror. And one of the reasons why that took me back is I'm going to uh, go to some of these awesome features that I got here. And I want to, I want to bring this up here so that everybody can see it and you should be able to see it. There we go right now. Uh, first Corinthians 13, 12, one of my favorite verses of scripture uh, for now we see through a glass darkly, but then face to face. Now I know in part, but then shall I know even as as also I am known. And I was looking at this again this morning because I've always seen this as, okay, the way that we see the Lord, it's not the complete picture from where we're at. Mm -hmm. It's like looking through a glass rather dimly and eventually we will know the fullness of who he is. But when you take a look at this, and I did the deep dive into the Greek, the word glass um, is actually not completely 100% accurate because mirrors back in that day were made of polished brass, not of oh, glass. Interesting. Okay. And the only way that you could get a complete picture was to look at different angles. What you guys were just saying is you don't get the complete picture in the mirror. Right. The only way that you get the complete picture was to look at different angles. 
And this is what blew me away um, because I've never seen the verse this way. God just opened something brand new to me. He says, but then shall I know even as also I am known. So yes, this verse is talking about the way that we see God, not completely now, but also when we look in the mirror, it's us looking in the mirror and what we're seeing is ourselves and we're not seeing our complete selves. And because we are fallen, but our complete self, if we are walking or going to walk in completeness, we are the image bearers of God. And because of the fall and because of the lies and because of the deception, because of the lies that people have bought into about themselves, basically Satan has been doing vandalism on the human race, trying to erase the image of God with all of the lies that are going on. I just sat back. I was just like, I've never seen it this way before. And, you know, it's your video that brought me to this, uh, to this verse, to look at it again, that, you know, it's not a glass and looking through the glass that, that, you know, that I could do a whole nother edition on, on something like that. uh, My goodness. I mean, it's just, it's just amazing. And one of the things that I noticed is either Olivia got some Windex and was wiping the, the mirror off as the video nope. is going on because it started out cloudy. What was going on there with that? Well, no. It actually started to snow. Like a that was legitimately snow. On yeah. Inside a dilapidated, or uh, derelict is the word we're supposed to use, um, barn. Of, uh, we, we filmed inside a barn because of There's some of the things we wanted to do. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I mean, you are in Indiana. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, but it was like Glenn, Glenn Sarah's like, it was the worst way. I think that like <clears throat> evil forces were in control of the weather oh, because yeah. it was the worst weekend. It was, ext- right. it was exceedingly windy. Yeah. And it's all, yeah. it was out in the, out in the field in the middle. What's and funny I mean, is that a week, a week before we shot that it was 50 degrees. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> and that day it was about half that. So, I mean, wow. I mean, we actually had plastic up to keep the wind and the wind was so like the main entry into the barn we actually found an old door that was off the hinges and put it in its put it in front it up there and that actually yeah that just like helped with the warmth and then we had those big huge like circular propane heaters i brought one and then yeah. we had another one that helped a lot and so <laughs> we did it took oh, us eight lost, hours to film. We did lose video. two coats, though. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so we get too close. Yeah. So the coats are yeah, kind of made yeah. not plastic or whatever, but as they get close to the flames, it would melt a little bit. Like Jason's wife lost part of her coat. Oh, that that is. We're like all huddled around. It's in the garbage oh. now. It's gone. It's dead. Yeah. <laughs> that 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 sounds like a army yeah. field training exercise uh, in the yeah. cold. <laughs> no, thank you. Hey, we got some comments coming in from our uh, viewers. We got Jeffrey. He says, thanks, William. Okay, what? we had that one. There we go. There's the next one. Uh, Glenn's comment. Okay, hopefully this is a good comment about my comment. Glenn's comment on the biblical <laughs> era mirrors being made from brass. When they built the tabernacle, they used brass mirrors to melt to create the bronze laver. Yep. Yes, they did. Interesting. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Deep. Thank you, Jeff. That is good to know. Rebecca says, side note, God gave us beautiful snow that came through the barn walls and ceiling landed on the mirror. Yeah, it did. Because initially we were going to wipe off maybe, I think it was dust. Dust was in the equation. It wasn't showing anyway. So snow did show and it showed very well. So God provided, even though it was freezing. 
Yeah, even though it was freezing and you were absolutely miserable out there, because I'm watching the video, I'm like, wow, they got the cool, you know, when they're singing, I can see the the vapor yeah. from their breath. I was like, whoa, what an effect. They must have really put some time into that. Oh. And I want to know if it was really, because I know <laughs> Indiana, yeah, no. and it's, was- it's cold out there. <laughs> and I think God, even though it was miserable, God gave you the perfect weather, because when there is no Good. truth, okay, that's what you're dealing with. You're dealing with cold, harsh air. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly there, right. there's a there's a coldness yep. and rebecca Cold is weighing in rebecca hyde says r.i.p <laughs> that's yep. my wife by the way that's my wife <laughs> i told my yeah. wife or i told some i told somebody from i think i told the, the everybody that like on one of the scenes i look like a dragon blowing out this i think it's just <laughs> yes. like i'm out of shade yes and i'm sitting here captain. and my hands are literally frozen and i'm trying to play the bass as fast as i possibly can because i'm a i'm a pure snob i don't use a pick and so i'm like you know, like there's a place in time for me. but well, so i think I'm it was right here and i'm playing and i'm just trying to go as fast as i can and every other every other take we were uh, we were what shotgunning massive amounts of coffee that was really hot so you know, yeah. Right. Yeah. Hot yeah and soup yeah it was, it was <laughs> coffee and soup so that that added to the effect actually a little bit so <laughs> for sure Ex- yes. excellent there you go <laughs> <laughs> hey Richard is way hey Richard how's it going hey truth is oh, a great coworker. song love the conversation tonight looking forward to more great music from Divine Martyr. Awesome. You guys Thank just keep you. getting better and better. And I'm not just saying that because I want to be your roadie, but I, you know, you are getting, <laughs> but you do, right? Yeah, I do. <laughs> Side note. I want to you be want to freeze with us? <laughs> yes. Come on down. Oh. Yeah. Total opposite extremes of temperature. I'm over here in South Carolina. Well, I do Ooh. have to say though, just before Christmas, it was 17 degrees in the morning when I woke oh, wow. up. Uh, wow. We had that cold snap that yeah, came through hot, here. It's pretty rough. <laughs> which is rough. And when you're thin blood and not used to it, mm-hmm. you know, and uh, yeah, it, it makes makes a big difference. I kind of enjoy it because I grew up in Connecticut. So I okay. remember that. It's like, oh, wow, it really feels like Christmas. Because usually Christmas in South Carolina, it gets cold the days before Christmas. Then on Christmas Day, it's like 70 degrees and everybody's running around in shorts and flip flops. It's like... It's just, it's just ain't right. It's a different vibe, man. <laughs> you, are a tra- you are a transplant. I don't hear a twang. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm surprised you're not calling everything Coke down. Like, Can I have a Coke? <laughs> right? Isn't that true? Like, if you order Pepsi, you say Coke? Yeah. Well, y'all. I mean, no. Sweet tea, unsweetened tea. Yeah. I, the first time I drank. All right. So when I got down here, I had never eaten grits before in my life. And I went to a military college and when I had my first grits, they were like, you've never had these before, but you know, the way things go in military school, I ate so many grits. It's like, here, you need more grits. Um, <laughs> and MREs. And MREs, exactly. Yeah. And then, Grit MREs. <laughs> then, then when I had my first tea, I, I found, I, there was a picture of tea. This is actually in the chow hall where I, where I was at school. Oh, tea. Now, to me, tea in Connecticut was nest tea. All right. It was the stuff that you makes it like, man, I could go some of that nest tea right now. And I poured it and I slugged it down. I was like, what in the world? Because it had no no sugar in it, no extra flavoring. It was just tea. And I was like, that's rough. Culture shock. Yeah, it was rough. (laughs) But it made me the person I am today. And everybody. That's right. So that's how I drink no, my tea right. is just tea. So, okay. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. 
We should talk about two. We're all like two. We should talk about two. The whole band knows. The whole band. We're, we're, we're a bunch band. of, we'll say, tea fanatics. Is that? Are you tea? And, and there's Smart actually a, there's actually a story by this, and I didn't catch it until afterwards because the expressions were amazing. So we played at a church, and Woody likes to. He got this special. Which type of tea was that? It was amazing, by the way. Um, but it was it was different types of tea. So he's like, Mark, I want to show you some tea. So he brings these Ziploc bags full of tea leaves and hands them to me. You know, now we're setting up at a church. So so the uh, so the visual. It's it's almost a joke that we didn't mean to set up. At the expressions, I wish I had them on film. Were I promise you their tea, and we, and we love tea. So. <laughs> What you got there? No, I'm saying cilantro. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, let's um with this video, the lighting in the in the room that you're in, it speaks volumes. There's there's a lot that I gained from the lighting, and there's a couple things I want to talk about with that. First of all, your use of candles. What are you showing us through the use of candles? And I know that we talked about this a little bit earlier today, but I want to go back to it because God's showing me something here. I really believe the strings of light bulbs in the room. How did those get there? Was that planned? And what do the candles represent? Uh, the string of lights was actually already in the barn, but it worked because um, it worked with the yeah. same the same motif. But it kind of ties in with the same the same idea as the candles. And aside from a few of us being major, we'll say geek fans of Phantom of the Opera, you know, so we love we love mm -hmm. candles. That's the aesthetic side, but that's <laughs> not why we did it. So I'll push that aside. The reason that is basically, if we look at how the church is supposed to be, we're supposed to be reflecting the light of the Almighty. Uh, in some cases, we may be the only light with within miles. And the idea actually was shown to me. I'm going to say shown to me. Um, uh, I like to go exploring caves, and uh, you and I, I just take a tour. I'm not. I'm not a splunker. It would be fun, but. The uh, ranger, basically, every time he goes in there, he said, now, he says, I'm trained that I can get you out of the out of the cave with just this. And he holds up a cigarette lighter. And he said, this gives enough light in darkness to lead everybody out. And to me, it's like, okay, God, what are you showing me? And that's exactly what it is. Is Now we have candles. There's actually, a, uh, I think it's Proverbs 6. Uh, I wrote it down. I jotted it down. Was it? Uh, there's actually a verse for that, Proverbs 6, 2023. 20, um, where it says, if you have a, a commandment, that's like a candle. Uh, if you have the teachings of the Almighty, that's like light. But then they, they say later, the, the reproof of instruction is the way to life. A correction, it keeps you on the path. The idea is that you're walking with a candle, that's your, that's your light, and it's, the candle is there to show a person the way. And that's the idea is we are, I'll say, I don't want to say candles, we're not the source of the light, we reflect the light of the Almighty because the Almighty is, is the one who defines the light. Mm -hmm. So what we do as candles, it's kind of like we are little pockets of light in the middle of deep darkness. And sometimes there's a lot of us together in a nice cluster where we can we can have a good a good presence. Sometimes we're on, we're a candle in the middle of darkness by ourselves, you know, but at the same time, we bear the light. <clears throat> this is why you know, I, I love so. Christian metal bands. <laughs> this is why I love it, because. Everything is so well thought out. And I want to go back to the string of lights because you said that they were already there. And it's just showing me that you were in the perfect location because the string of lights actually spoke to me before the candles did. And what I really? saw when I saw the string of lights, I was like, that's how God lights my path. 
it's one little light bulb at a time. And boy, I sure do wish it was like a big, you know, spotlight showing me exactly, you know, go this way, dummy, go this way. But it's one light bulb and there's a distance between each of the lights mm -hmm. on the path and the darkness. And I was like, wow. Cause that, it just spoke to me. I was like, okay, wow, that's really cool. And the candles, they do the same thing. And with all that light, with what we were just talking about and being God's image bearers, that's what we're doing is we are reflecting. That's what we were created to do. We were created to Literally. reflect Jesus. It's, man, I love, I love this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, think, I think you bring up an interesting point, Glenn, about how you can, you know, I was thinking about, I took my family to Mammoth Cave, which is like that in Merrimack in Missouri. I remember as a kid, my parents took me every year to Merrimack because I had family in Missouri. And uh, mammoth, you're right. There's a there's a point where it's so much darkness that any bit of little bit of light is going to shine. If you listen to people who have had near death experiences, what's interesting is that <clears throat> the darkness of hell is almost you can almost feel the darkness. They talk about how it's almost palatable. It's almost like it's like heavy. It's oppressive. So if you think about a if you were to think about a small amount of light in hell, how, what that would light up, it, it right. kind of goes back to like what we're saying now, a little bit of light can light up a lot of darkness. And yeah, yeah. that's all I got. Yeah. But that's, no, <laughs> that's no, it, you, know, you, know, you know what I mean? I know exactly what you, I know what you, exactly what you're saying. Yeah. The creator good says he's loving the, uh, the rich theology tonight. And that, that's why we're here, is we're here to talk about Jesus. The, the music, the video, everything is a vehicle. And this is so well put together. This is a video and a song that has been done with, with excellence. And going back to that pathway of the light, one little light bulb at a time. And maybe some of you have been there, and maybe some of our viewers and listeners have been there. But I know i am kind of been living this way the past several months, where you see so clearly where you need to go. You take that one step and then it's like, okay, um, what, what do I, what do I do now? You know? Yeah. And it took me back to the steps of a righteous man are ordered of God and it's steps, not leaps, not bounds, not races or anything like that. And I want to encourage somebody tonight that's watching or listening that you might be in the same place that we've all been in with following the light of the Lord. And you don't know, you know, you're like, I want to see the whole picture now. He's not going to do that. And why, why do you think God does it that way? I want your guys' opinion on this. Why do you think God just lights it up one, one little light at a time? No, it's the same principle. Like when you back with the Israelis in the, in the, I'm going to say in the desert, when they were, when they were going around Sinai for 40 years, they had six days to gather, to get food, to go gather manna what was not there on the seventh day and the idea was the idea of that and that purpose was trust trust that god's going to provide for tomorrow it's just like the uh the parable of the uh we're going to say the the in psalm 23 they say green pastures in israel it's not green well it's green but there's little specks of green there's just enough for today you're not going to fill your you're not going <laughs> to fill your uh uh you know, you're going to fill yourselves with everything you're going to need for the rest of your life. You're going to have enough food for just that one day. Then the shepherd's going to take you to the next spot that has food. You trust the shepherd if you're the lamb and the sheep to provide for each day, day by day. And you're, and the idea of worry is 
I'm worrying about tomorrow's green pastures when I'm in this green pasture today. So why am I worrying about tomorrow's green pasture today? Yeah, exactly. And Thank I, you. I think that I think that geez, we could talk forever about how we <laughs> as a band have felt. Like <clears throat> we've been doing this for six years, and it, it's I know me personally, I've struggled a lot with like, all right, Lord, like you know, I'm not getting any younger. Like I'd like, I, I'd like, we'd Same. like to do more than the shows that we're doing. Yeah. And you like, you understand the fact that everything is in God's time, um, but you can't help but feel like, like, where, like, where are we going to go? You know? And, and I think, I, I know we're going to talk about some upcoming stuff, but that's kind of going to lead into that. I think now, especially this year, we're, starting to see a lot of feedback a lot more opportunities i think are already starting to come our way and i think that's just it's it's god's timing you just you can't force it i mean there's another factor that's involved in there i believe as well and i'd like to encourage you with this a lot of the beginning stages of a thing god is just testing your obedience and your faithfulness And then once you've proved, mm-hmm. once you've proven you can be faithful with what he's given you, he will give you more. He, and I've experienced that over here on this end with what we've been doing here. I mean, my goodness, this started with a Tascam recorder on a card table, you know, just <laughs> recording audio. And now we've got this and there's other doors and other opportunities that are opening up. But God has been testing your obedience. And it's just like Ruth when she was out in the field gleaning, you know, Boaz saw her faithfulness. And, you know, not was she just gleaning anymore, but she eventually owned the field. So, so long as you guys keep your hand to the plow and don't look back and stay faithful to the one true and only God who is Yahweh, you know, he's going to increase based upon your faithfulness. And I really believe that for you because my goodness, I mean, when I listen to you guys, you know, because I'm a symphonic metalhead, power metalhead. You know, I listen to Camelot, Epica, all that. You know, I've been listening to that for years. <laughs> I like what you're doing even more now than I like that. Mm. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thank you. That's, okay. that's a huge compliment. Yes. Because what you're you. doing is you're putting in there the truth of the word. Okay. You're putting in there, you're following the spirit of God. And the quality of the music that you're putting out, it, you're not just trying, you're not trying to be something, you are something. And Olivia, I have to say, your vocal control in that song, that is not an easy song, Truth to Sing. Thank you. <laughs> the vocal control is absolute. I feel like I'm an American Idol now. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll play Simon Cowell. <laughs> but now and when i hear it 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 changes the atmosphere and you've probably seen this as well and i don't want to get into this but a lot of the a lot of the power metal bands a lot of the symphonic metal bands that i have loved for years there's a demarcation going on right now with them i'm seeing some of them go very far on the occultic side i'm like listen enjoyed the years and i'm praying for you you know And then I see others, I'm like, whoa, you got, I mean, there's a, and that's going on in the church right now. I think there's just a line being drawn in the sand everywhere yep. right now. And, and I see that so clearly in symphonic metal and, and power metal. And uh, however, I'm not discouraged because I am praying for every one of them. And 
Absolutely, yeah. Mm -hmm. They've got the gift exactly. and, and God can use them. Let's mm -hmm. talk about the silhouettes in the video. You added that mm -hmm. in there as well. What are you showing us with the silhouettes? I was going to say, I could chime in. But I feel like that I was a Mark good. idea. Okay, yeah. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was actually a Mark and Brian idea. Brian actually had the idea to carry on with the mirror theme. Again, we're not seeing the image mm -hmm. clearly, but now we've kind of have the silhouette voice of reason that's mm -hmm. overshadowing. That sounds sounds very dark but it's not but it's overshadowing in the background you see the silhouette and you see the musicians in front that are playing in front of it and it's like we're carrying on the message and it's more of like i don't want to say just you're carrying on a disembodied voice you know because that's where we just talked about symphonic metal bands going into the occultic side i'm not saying that but it's more of like the voice of we'll say voice of conviction if you will um mm -hmm. coming through carrying over carrying over the band as there as it's it's basically long story short is how do you portray the invisible god or the voice of the invisible god and it's really you can't but what you can do is kind of is kind of you can kind of show through the use of the silhouette and so forth the voice is carrying through the message is carrying through that somebody is saying it and it's not just uh, an empty voice on the wind so Kind of like the voice of wisdom that cries in the streets, the personification of the voice of wisdom. Exactly. Proverbs. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. We didn't quite. We didn't quite know how that was going to turn out. Exactly. I mean, we, you know, it's yeah. kind of like, hey, let's 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 try this, and and it it really like it looked great. I mean, right. It was that was kind of a big call on the shoot. I mean, that was toward yeah. the end of the night, and yeah. Um, yep. Did some wardrobe changes yeah. and a couple of that. They really came together, though. Yeah, I mean Brian did a phenomenal job. Yeah, Brian. Yeah, awesome. yeah, Brian was our videographer. I don't know if we if we brought that up. No, no. Who did the video? Yeah, Brian. Brian yeah, Brian did the video. Brian Foster of uh, We Are Media LLC. Um, yeah, definitely will plug him, and it's phenomenal. He he's very mm -hmm. a very gifted videographer. Um, mm -hmm. And I I was watching his videos early on, and I said this guy's phenomenal. And he was you know he was willing to work with us, and that was in. So it was like, that's blessings. The the minute he said yes, it was blessings for us. So mm -hmm. I can imagine working on such a rich project with all the imagery in there and, and, and good music and working with a, a group of musicians like yourselves and the silhouette that you had in there, it, it looks cool. And it made me think, I was like, what is that? What are they, what are they trying to show? And I, I honestly didn't know what you were trying to portray through that. So just everything that you put in there. This is this is thinking person's music. And you know, and that's something else that I really believe ties in with determining what truth is. We've all gotten into this thing of trying to tell people what to think instead of how to think. And I think that's a big problem that we have in society. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And it's even a problem in the church. We're going to tell you what to think, but not how to think. How how do you rightly divide the word of God? And that is so important. Um, to do that. How do you rightly divide or discern what somebody's telling you? You know, there, there are certain ways to certain ways to do that. How do you discern? The, how do you think going to a higher level of thinking? And I, I think that is lacking. And what your music is doing is it's causing and provoking people to go to that higher level of, of thinking. Oh, we just we just lost Olivia. She just lost um, dropped in. <laughs> I don't know what happened. Oh, no, here we go. I'm sorry. That's okay. <laughs> All of a sudden I was gone. <laughs> You're back. <laughs> Through the magic of technology. Yeah. So we are now officially in 2023. Welcome to 2023. Literally. What 
is in the works for Divine Martyr for this year. Ooh, hopefully five. Yeah, I mean, we've got a handful of shows that are booked already, um, some festivals and things that uh, that we played last year that we've been invited back to, and we've got, um, gosh, Mark, what was it, like 20 or 30 or more that we've submitted to. Yep. Uh, um, the, the big thing we have coming up here in February, we actually got an invite to, uh, I don't know if you're familiar with Wacken, the, the big open air festival in Germany. Oh, yeah, I'm familiar with that. Yeah, they have a global, <laughs> it's essentially like a battle of the bands they do every year where they have unsigned artists that compete in, you know, 20 or 30 different countries. And they kind of narrow that down um, to, a, I think, five or six. And those bands actually get to travel to the the festival in Germany and they have like a final competition that they have there. Okay. Bye. Let's stop. Let's stop right there. Just stop right there. <laughs> if you guys go to Vakken, I am going with you as your roadie, as we were oh, talking about. Sure. Perfect. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. No yeah, that's a really there. cool opportunity. No, I mean, the, the first round is next month, and there are multiple rounds, obviously, before you get to that point. But um, it, it's just really exciting to be just to be invited to something like that and to be able to take part. And you know, uh, God willing, we'll move forward. But it's it's completely in His hands. You know, we just we yep. got the thing, and and uh, you know, it's up to Him where it goes. But it's just it's very exciting, very humbling to be invited at mm-hmm. all. So we're, we're pretty excited about the, that. You'll be taking the light of the Lord and the gospel there with you. If you that is yes. the plan. Exactly. I pray that right now in Jesus' name that you guys make it to Vodka. Yeah. That would be so <laughs> awesome. Yes, and I'll start Three. saving my money. And, and yeah, Shonda says, that <laughs> is awesome. <laughs> I mean, it'd be, a huge, it'd be a huge win for, it uh, would. for the Lord when you think of ministry because, I mean, Vodka really does what, Jason? You know, 100,000 people. 80,000 oh, yeah. 80, on average is the attendance. So, I mean, yeah. that's, it's pretty much the largest open air festival in, in, in I think the world. Nearly. Yeah. Probably, it's probably pretty close. Yeah. And it's we're talking close. about every major band. We're talking about Iron Maiden being there. We're talking about, you know, all the big secular bands. Nightwish. So for us to even be recognized, yeah, Nightwish, they're not going to be there this year. But I mean, like for, yeah. for us to be recognized, even. And it's an honor, you know, that is given that opportunity. That is so exciting. Man, I am just, I just really pray that for you guys that you can go and imagine what God could do with all of those people there and what could happen. Yeah. Yeah. Lots lots of opportunity (laughs) for sure. (laughs) Definitely a lot of opportunity there at Vaca. That is going to be so cool. So you got some local shows coming up too in Indiana? um, Uh, Um, a couple of festivals yeah um i think one in like the uh, the very early march uh down in southern indiana near louisville and then uh another one in like late june maybe early july uh it's a benefit festival that we played for uh like first responders and such last year and and we got an Mm -hmm. invite back this year so um definitely excited and then yeah we've got some like i said a lot of other stuff in Indiana and just kind of regionally that we've submitted for and we just kind of hope and pray and we'll see which doors open, you know, exactly. One one at a time. So that is so good. Hey, do you guys remember, like, I think it was like three or four years ago at Vakken, the two guys that escaped from the nursing home to go to Vakken. There was a, I do remember that. that. Yes, I do. That's amazing. That was awesome. I I support that. 
<laughs> that yeah. that's gonna be me. That that'd be me after um, after I get my NCIS marathon on. I'm gonna go escape and go to vodka. Yes, exactly. Yeah. After you hang out with us and we make you carry all of our exactly. Uh, Blow up in a wheelchair up to the barrier. Yeah. Yeah. Carry up to wheelchair, right? <laughs> Sean is weighing in. She says yes. Sean, you you heard that you heard that story too. <laughs> yeah, that made like major news outlets that the two two elderly guys escaped from the nursing home to go to Vodka in open air. That is awesome. <laughs> Do you have anything else that you want to share with uh, everybody that's watching and listening this evening before we close out? Anything, guys? I was going to say, uh, I know we could talk forever, but for we, I, <laughs> yeah, um, we're, we're hoping for a full length record this year. I guess that's kind of outside of shows yeah. and all the other stuff here, you know, yeah. just studio wise, we're, we're hoping to, to be able to put a full length together this year and, and release that. So, uh, again, God willing, you know, in his timing and his, his manner, you know, it'll happen when it's meant to happen. So exactly. Well, may God continue to bless you guys. May that door at Vakken open up and may further doors open up and appreciate it. Awesome. If you could open for Nightwish or Camelot sometime, that would be, that'd be really cool. Absolutely. You know, (laughs) that'd be really neat. If you guys just can hold on real quick, I'm going to go ahead and close everything out for this evening, get everybody ready for next week. And hey, thank you for joining us this week on Raven's Heart. We've had Divine Martyr and next week, going to be uh back here focusing on charleston south carolina that's right 8 p.m next thursday we've got ziggy he's going to be a get revelation rock fest on may 13th and don't forget to get those tickets um on the um uh, oh <laughs> got another another uh comment that just came out i'm going to bring that up just a second and bring uh, everybody uh back on um but um Get your tickets. Link is in the description on Facebook Live and on YouTube Live. And now I'm going to get my ugly mug off the screen here <laughs> and uh, get get everybody back on. Let me let me go back here to the layout. Yeah, there we go. You can tell us. There we are. There, there, there it is. Excellent. And Jeffrey says this is the first time I've watched Lithos Cry. The program has a new fan. Glenn, great job interviewing. Thank you for your ministry. Thank you. Jeffrey, thank you. And it's people like you that uh, keep encouraging us to do this over here. And, you know, I'm here to serve Jesus, first of all, serve the bands and serve those that are watching and viewing so that they can understand the truth of the gospel. And that's what this all boils down to. And we've been blessed with such a band as Divine Martyr, who is true to the gospel and true to the to, to true Jesus, not uh, not not Jesus Melendez, but the real the real Jesus. <laughs> All right, everybody. Until next week, uh, go ahead and peace out and rock on. Thanks for having us. Uh, Mythoscry.com. Thanks.